0: Welcome to Journal Talk, a weekly podcast about journal writing for passion, clarity, and purpose.
1: Passion. Reignite that passion for the things and people you care about most.
0: Clarity. Discover who you are and what you really want.
1: Purpose. Get to the heart of life's issues to remember your divine purpose.
0: And now, here's your host of Journal Talk, Nathan Oren.
2: You know, great managers are the doers, implementers, and overseers in any organization, and every organization needs great managers. But leaders have their sights set beyond the day-to-day, and being a great leader is not just about having a title or being in a position of authority. In fact, you can be a tremendous leader regardless of what your title is, because leadership is made of entirely different skill sets this is journal talk episode 59 and today we're talking about using writing to develop your leadership skills you know the leadership skills i'm talking about it's like creating new vision and communicating it effectively to other people in their language great leaders are people with skills of critical thinking and observation They have the ability to rally participation and support for important initiatives, sometimes initiatives that they dreamed up themselves. And great leaders are people who maintain integrity, trust, collaboration, and everything with a spirit of authenticity. And these are not skills that you get and use once. And these are not even things that you acquire once and just repeat over and over again. Leadership is comprised of those skills that require constant calibration. It's a consistent practice of maintaining these skills because they depend on things like self-awareness and self-assessments, which change things over time. In this episode, I've invited one of Santa Barbara's most respected leaders to talk about how he uses the practice of journal writing to develop his own leadership skills and why he encourages all of his staff to do the same thing his name is camarino sanchez he has been the santa barbara chief of police for the past 15 years he's been serving and protecting with law enforcement since 1981 he began his career in the in the los angeles police department lapd Chief Sanchez has made numerous contributions to our community. He's been the recipient of numerous awards and he's the author of Law Enforcement, Communication and Community, which I found out is a book that examines the ways that police and citizens communicate with each other across a a range of contexts and problem areas. Chief Sanchez does attribute an important measure of his success to the habit of keeping a journal. And yes, everyone, if you're wondering, he does journal every day. He writes every single day, and he considers journaling as a boot camp for leadership. Also with me today you're going to hear the voice of my friend and colleague Gina Ray Hendrickson. She is with Genius Leadership Tools. I met Gina Ray over 10 years ago when I was taking classes at the UC Santa Barbara. I was taking these classes toward my certificate in mediation and conflict resolution and Gina Ray was one of the instructors, very talented. You'll hear she's uh, has a great skill at uh, communicating and summarizing what people are, are sharing. Gina Ray offers focused training and coaching programs in the corporate world on a whole variety of topics. Gina Ray and I made this appointment together in Chief Sanchez's office one morning, and we conduct this interview together right there in his office. So this is a very special episode of Journal Talk because the material that we've unpackaged from this interview really inspired us to produce a whole course that introduces the art of journal writing for managers and executives with specific tools and exercises to cultivate those much-needed leadership skills for any organization. You can find out more about this course at www.journalingformanagers.com. So right now, I'd like you to take a seat in uh, Chief Sanchez's office with us, come listen to some of the not so obvious ways that you could write your way from manager to leader Great. We are here in the Santa Barbara Police Department, my first time inside the police department. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Thank you so much for your time, sir, and having us here. I'm with the Santa Barbara Police Chief Camarino Sanchez. Thank you for your time. I was really inspired by some of the things that you said about journaling and leadership, and really a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. I'm also here with Gina Ray Hendrickson from Genius leadership tools and Gina Ray, do you want to say that just a word or two about your endeavors?
3: All right I have developed about 2,000 leaders on all levels of an organization and Today is about talking to chief chant Sanchez I'll get your name right and <laughs> how he develops his leadership skills and Those that you lead as well.
2: Okay, very good great and chief Sanchez the image that I have and perhaps other people that we have of what it's like to be in your shoes, we can't possibly know. All, all I have to compare it to are television shows mm-hmm. that aren't, I'm not even sure are realistic, you know, <laughs> NYPD Blue and right. some of those others. So right. for the audience, could you share just a, a few examples of your daily challenges, what you are facing?
4: Well, I think, you know, I have a lot of things on my schedule every day, but every day is different. And just like this morning, just before you arrived, you know, a lot of things happened that are not on my schedule that I had to deal with this morning. Which, which is why journaling is so important to me because things change. No matter how you try to coordinate your day, you have to be ready for the unexpected. And this morning, two people were waiting for me. It had nothing to do with my schedule today that I had to deal with. But every, every day is like that. Uh, but I enjoy it. I really love it. I'm very blessed to be here and. It's a great city, it's a great career, but there's there are stresses to it, and I think journaling and other things like that and dealing with balancing your life, it makes you successful mm-hmm. and it allows you to make other people, allow other people to be successful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: So what I'm getting from what you're saying is that even though you have interruptions, that journaling helps you stay centered through, because... Things don't go as planned, but right. there's something about journaling that keeps you centered. It, it
4: keeps me centered, yeah. and it really, especially, you know, before I left work yesterday, I, I wrote and um, prepared me for today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I thought, <laughs> see, I was preparing for this interview, yet before the interview, I had two interruptions. Right, right. But I had to stay centered. Hey, I've got an interview at eight, I'm going to do this, and you, you just have to stay balanced or You stress out, and
2: I just think life's too short to stress out. Sure, and you were talking about depositions and internal investigations and uh, employee discipline and all the things that come up. And
4: a lot of great stuff. You know, one of the things that I've done, uh, I've been a chief for 22-plus years, and one of the things that I came up with many years ago is I choose one person a day to praise. Hmm. It could be early in the morning, it could be in the middle of the day, or at night before I leave, or I come in on a weekend to say that. I, before I leave my home, I have a roster of who's working every day. Mm. So what I do is I go down my list and I go, Aha, and I look at the name, I seek them out, and I just spend maybe two, three minutes with them just to thank them for the great things that they're doing and uh, you know how much I appreciate them. And it just makes my day, hopefully mm-hmm. it makes their day, Sure, but but the thing, but the thing that happens with it is they don't keep it to themselves. You know, they tell other people, "Hey, you know, the chief came down, and said hi to me." You know, I go down to records, I'll sit down with one of the records clerks or a dispatcher, and just spend two minutes. You know, hundred, I always call it my famous hundred twenty seconds, and it, and you don't know what type of impact you have when you do that. You mm-hmm. know, leadership is more than. You know, it's not always, you know, the boss is not always the leader. It's good if, if that happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, you just have to take it down and remember where you came from. Mm-hmm.
3: So you use journaling to plan your next day, even if the next day doesn't go as planned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it helps you nonetheless. You use journaling to also identify people who need recognition, deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, and particularly, I'm aware of like the budget issues and right. the stressors on the department's sure. yeah. recognition and soul food.
4: Right, okay. yes, because mm-hmm. the meeting right after this is a serious meeting about staffing, budget, people who are injured that aren't coming back, what are we going to do? So it's all of these things going on at once. I'll have five people, my staff, in here with me today. They've been preparing all week for this meeting to strategize. So Mm -hmm. my journaling that started on Monday was to prepare, a lot of it was to prepare for the meeting right after this interview uh, and and how I want to address it, what I'd like to hear, Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. I want to be careful of saying and not saying. Because if I go in there cold turkey and just expect someone to be prepared, it's not going to work. The listening skills are not going to be there. So they know I've prepared. <laughs> the, the half of them are having breakfast together right now, going, "Okay, you know, what are we? Going to, what are we?" Going to? Uh,
3: nice because journaling helps you prepare for big ticket items, budget, staffing, mm-hmm. people who are injured that are not coming back. So you have to come up with some kind of strategy that's yes. larger thinking, right? Yeah, and
2: journaling helps you sort. And I heard that journaling helps him to listen, right? You, oh, it really does. You, really, you, really does. Skills you know, to what you want to say, what you don't want to say.
4: I, I want to do, <clears throat> in, in a meeting, in, in most meetings, I want to do the, less, the least amount of talking mm-hmm. and the majority of the listening. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
4: As a leader, when you do that, it really assists you in making great decisions, not good decisions, great decisions. You know, there are times, I haven't done it this morning, I probably won't for this meeting, but there are times when we'll have a meeting to address a specific issue. Mm -hmm. And leadership is about problem solving, as you know. Mm -hmm, It's about mm -hmm, problem solving. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You don't want to be a problem solver, don't sign up to be a leader. You know, there are people that sign up to be a leader just because they want to be called a leader, and, and they hope and pray that nothing ever goes wrong, or that they never have to address an important or critical issue. You're in the wrong business. You're going to be very miserable in life if you do that. (laughs) So, I love challenges. But what I'd like to do, and I've done this, I I can't tell you how many times I've done this, but in many meetings on a a 3x5, let's say it's an issue that we all know about, it's on the agenda, we're going to discuss it, and I've asked people, get prepared. We're going to discuss this. And we need to find a solution. And I always say we. So, I write after I think about it and contemplate it and put it in my journal, I will write on a three-by-five card what I believe to be the best answer Mm -hmm. to the issue that everyone's going to discuss with me. Many times people think, I'm going to just come down from manna from heaven, the seas (laughs) will part, and I'm going to give the greatest answer in the world. No, not happening like that. I will go around the room and say, "Okay, I need your help. You all know what we're here to talk about and how important the issue is. What do you think we should do? And I'll go around the room, and everyone has to participate, and they know that.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: you know And they all and sometimes the answers are very similar. The solution is similar, sometimes it's not. And if someone in the room and this hap- this has happened many times, if someone in the room comes up with something that is so fantastic, so right on the money, and better than the one on my three x five. Mm-hmm. I never take the three x five card out.
3: <laughs> okay, so I'm catching a pattern here that people know you plan through your journal, so that means they have to plan. So yes. there's kind of a trickle down theory. Yeah. Right? That's interesting. And then also you use writing writing. Forces you to crystallize your thoughts into a our,
2: succinct three by five card, and yeah.
3: into it. So you're taking journal writing, and then you're taking highlighting a main point, and then you are all prepared. You've sorted mentally, and then it prepares you to listen
2: mm-hmm.
3: and model for your team.
2: That's great.
3: Great,
4: and and it, and it really works great, and uh, and problems get solved that way. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be my answer, it just has to be the right answer. Mm -hmm. And you
3: you also, journaling has prepared you not for good decisions, but great decisions. That's a big distinction that what journal writing does, it it goes for greatness.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, the classic sort of stereotype cop with the thick skin and following predetermined guidelines that are built for efficiency this, this really rubs in the face of what the stereotype for journal writing, the <laughs> soft, fuzzy, kind of, you know, coochie-feely, you know, kind of thing, and warm and fuzzy thing. Yeah. How did you come into journal writing, and how did you find it to be so effective? Well, I think I'm, I'm a little of both of those
4: things. <laughs> it, it, it's situational. It's situational. But I just learned from my boss back in the, many years ago in LAPD, he would, he would write things down. And he said, you know, you really need to try this. It really kind of keeps you centered and balanced. And as a manager, you need to do that. You have a lot of, a lot of balls in the air. And, you know, you really need to stay balanced. One way to stay balanced is to journal your day. Mm. So I started that way very lightly. And uh, it's, it's really, it's become really a lot of fun. It's really a lot of fun. It really makes you better. You know, it really makes you better. It, makes you, it reminds you of, of your obligations to other people. Mm, mm. And and so that's how, that's why I enjoy it so much. That's how I started it, and then quite a few years ago, I, I, it's the book sitting there on my shelf. The book by Ronald Reagan, one of his books, where he journaled every day, mm. and uh, it's his memoirs. The only time he didn't journal is when he was in the hospital after the assassination attempt, and and I've read the book and I've read his memoirs, and he wrote every single day without a miss until mm, that mm, time. Mm. And just things that you could tell that prepared him for the next day or the next big meeting, you know, and he would be real honest about it. Now, there's a one funny one where Gorbachev's coming to the White House, and he says, man, I hate this. He says, I hate this guy. <laughs> Nancy loves his wife. I don't even want the guy in the White House, but Nancy likes her his wife, so I'm going to have him for dinner. you know. You know, Lord help me, you know, and he writes stuff. And then the next day he writes, hey... Just like that. Hey, not so bad. <laughs> yeah, I still don't like him, but he seems reasonable and uh, I'm glad I was a good listener tonight and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. when you read that from that, from that president and others, it kind of makes you think, wow, you know, you really need to stay balanced because sometimes uh, on my schedule there will be things that I'm not looking forward to going to.
3: Yeah, you have to work that out, don't you? Yeah, you, you do. You can't always do the things you just no. want to do. But and what you're reminding me of is that people who are in top levels uh, in their organization, it's lonely. It's hard to find good counsel. Yeah. And you can find good counsel with yourself.
4: Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a great point. Not and, so
3: lonely. And, 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 and you're
4: right when you said about you know the, the tough-skinned guy. I'm I'm, per, I'm very thick-skinned after many years of being in this business, but but I'm still a sensitive person, and mm-hmm. I think, and a lot of it comes from, again, journaling, journaling, because, you know, you really have to stay focused
2: on yourself. Uh, and honoring those those feelings that, I mean, to express them, to process the humanity, you know, the, the human feelings that you're having amidst all this other stuff, like the president meeting with somebody, he's, who is he going to tell that he doesn't like this person, right. without it being a big political no. nightmare. No. Right? no, he
4: just so, told himself. So you, so and, having and, a place to say it, and and how to address it, you know, and and I'll I'll come up with something in my journal. Say, boy, I'm really not looking forward to the meeting tomorrow. I, I, I got to man up, you know, stuff like that. I've got to, you know, just be ready, be prepared, be professional, you know, be on your game. And I'll tell that to myself. well, I'll be on your game tomorrow not going to be a fun day you know <laughs> and the next morning I'll I'll write okay I'm ready to go <laughs> and it just when you can coach yourself you can coach other people yeah. yeah and 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 I think that for me is huge it's really huge there are emotional things that happen around here there are scenes in my business that you really need to be on top of your game because as the leader if you will people are looking to you,
0: mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to watch how you react to a bad situation.
2: Mm-hmm, and
4: mm-hmm. if you, as a leader, react to it badly, it's not going to go well in trying to get these people back to their game. Mm-hmm, you really mm-hmm. need to kind of suck it up and, and go, okay, you know this is not going to be good, but we've got to deal with it. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and I think uh, writing it down, coaching yourself, motivating yourself, uh, it makes it a lot easier. And and you're right. There are there are, it's lonely sometimes. You know. Even after a big thing and and, and, and a meeting or or a, a terrible situation happens and I and I speak to my folks about it and, and they're in here and there's a big buzz as you said and everybody's talking. When they leave and I close the door I sit there and I just put my head on my desk and just go, Oh my gosh, how did I do that? Because we're human. Yes, you know, yes. and I,
2: I think once you recognize that just yeah, just makes it easy. Yeah. I want to go a level deeper, sir, mm-hmm. if you mo- if you don't mind. No. And I want to talk about how, what you do, the practicality of what you're actually doing. So how often do you journal? What do you write about? How much time do you spend? Twice a day, in the morning and at the end of the day. Occasionally
4: I will forget, and be, you know, I'll forget to do it in the morning. But I never forget to do it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. i just don't i'm at that point where i'm like okay time to go and before i leave i close the door i write put it away like lock a it decompression up. Mm-hmm. kind of exactly a decompression of my for myself so because of the balancing thing that i keep mentioning so when i get home i'm a lot better than i would have been had i not written it down mm-hmm. and it really helps me it really helps me internalize things in a good way mm-hmm. but you know there are people out there that help me. You know, mm-hmm. I've I've gone for counseling because I just felt I needed a tune-up. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. not that I thought there was something wrong, and I think all of us—I I shouldn't say all of us—many people I know refuse to acknowledge that sometimes they need a tune-up, mm-hmm. and and I I'm. I have no problem saying that. I'll go talk to somebody, a professional, and I go, "Hey, I'm going through some stuff right now." Well, yeah, with your job, and then we talk about it, <laughs> and I go, "Well, this is how I'm dealing with it." What do you think? Well, that's good, but and it's just a good, it's a good tune-up for for ourselves. And I, mm-hmm. I think people need to be. Really open with themselves and coach themselves into thinking at one point you're going to need a tune up. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, so tune ups. As a leader, you use journaling to manage yeah. your stress, mm-hmm. which, and to help sort and complete things. Because a lot of things that steal our mental attention is when we have incomplete loops mm-hmm. in that we're processing. So you kind of put closure on yep. things. So when you go home, you put closure, quality of life.
2: Yeah. And I'm hearing the work and home life balance, you know, being able to leave work at work and decompressing at the end of the day with the issues of work helps you to leave it there so that you can go home and be refreshed, you know, and really be present with your family and and, and everything else. But, yes, for
4: the most part it does
2: do that, but in my head,
4: and my wife will tell you, I'm always thinking about work, things that I (laughs) need to do. But it lessens it, Yes, it lessens it at home, you know, Mm -hmm. in terms of dealing with work stuff. Mm -hmm. I do not have an office at home. My office is my favorite chair and uh, my books and my lamp over my chair. I don't have an office, I don't do that. It's part of my decompression also. She has her office and stuff, and I'm not allowed in it most of the time, and that's okay. (laughs) She has her
3: woman cave?
4: She has a cave, yeah, she has a cave. It's very nice. But it doesn't take it all away, but it it takes a lot of it away that relieves a lot of the stress. Perhaps the edge. It takes the edge.
0: You're listening to Journal Talk. If you're enjoying this conversation, then you'll love receiving our weekly show summaries. These are short articles, complete with links to additional resources and book recommendations for each episode of Journal Talk. Head over to our website at writeforlife.us and subscribe to Journal Talk. You'll receive a free index of past episodes, plus a weekly summary and reminder when a new episode is published. Thanks again for listening. And now... Back to more journal talk. So I go home.
4: Uh, my routine is I'll journal mm-hmm. uh, every day at the end of the day. Like I said, I'll miss a morning every now and then, but I never miss an evening uh, after after work thing. I go home, get in my gym clothes, go to the gym, and then come home have a light dinner and just enjoy the evening Yeah, yeah. And, but you need to get a routine so I think it's, it's about a routine of journaling you know you really have to uh, address it schedule it or put it on your calendar so I, I to me it's just wonderful to do every day I have it on my calendar reading and writing journaling it'll be right there I'll close my door and, and no one bothers me, and then I do what I have to do.
2: Mm-hmm. How often? How much time do you spend on that? Between journey?
4: ten and fifteen minutes okay. each time. Mm-hmm. Each time, and it goes pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And a lot of time I'm not writing; I'm thinking about what I'm writing. But in totality, it's not totally fifteen minutes of direct writing. But it's you know you contemplate and you think about things mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. kind of coach yourself. You know, how did I do today? And sometimes I'll say, you know, you really did not do well today. You need to you need to work on this. Mm. When you can do that and follow your own advice, it makes you a much better leader when someone asks you for advice about a similar situation
2: in their life. You were talking about the empathy and yeah. when people come to you yeah. and and ask for advice on a situation. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that?
4: Yeah, I think you know what's been amazing with journaling over the last twenty years or so Is that there will always be a situation for an employee or a family member to walk in and say, I need your help, I need to run something past you, I'm stuck on this. And they'll mention something that you yourself have have gone through and have written about. (laughs) And because of that, it goes to the immediate thing of being a great listener, going, oh man. And you say to yourself, oh man, I've been here before. And I literally remember, even if it was years ago, mm. what I wrote. I don't go looking it up. I know what I wrote. Mm. I know how that day went. I know how that situation felt. So when they say that, how it felt to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When they say that, you know, I, I, I will throw out questions. Well, what have you thought about doing? I never say, I know exactly how you feel.
2: Because I don't.
4: <laughs> I know how I felt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I never say that to anybody. I just say, you know, well, what, what are some of the things you're thinking about doing with this? Well, that's what I want to ask you. I've got these options. And then you get into it. I think when you ask somebody that question, they know you're listening. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: It, that is an act of generosity yeah. for sure. Sounds like in journaling you are very honest with yourself. It's the no BS zone.
2: Yeah, right, right. Um, and yeah. so
3: you're honest with yourself, and when you're honest with yourself, you see the world more clearly. Because yeah. when you are dishonest, there's a distortion and fogginess. And by you seeing the world clearly, you're authentic, and which is a source of power. You're, and you're authentic in owning your strength and then owning your fears. And, and combined, that makes you the strong leader.
2: And you're sort of cataloging uh, experiences for yourself, so that when a situation arises, you can you can replay or re remember more clearly. Uh, and and for things. me, a lot of it,
4: you know, I have four daughters, and two are married, two are not, and and uh, they they all live away from home, and you know, they're very successful women, and they're very proud of them. But they every now and then they'll call me and say, "Dad, I need to see you at lunch." Okay, so they'll come by and and. Uh, I have found the unintended consequence, and a good one, is that I've been able to use my experience in my own children's lives. Mm-hmm. I never imagined that would happen, because I started journaling when they were little. Mm-hmm. I, I see. I thought my journaling was just for me. I think what people need to remember is the journaling is really not for you. It's really an, it, it's it's for you. But it, it it'll help you impact other people positively. Mm-hmm. So when my daughters walk in here, one the other day came in and and had a um, uh, an issue that she felt was serious in her life about work and direction of where she should go or what she should do and some of the things she's going through at work. I sat here and I'm and I asked her, "Well, honey, if you had to make a decision right now, what would you do?" And then she said it to me, and she says, "What do you think?" I said, "Well." I don't think that's a good decision. I know it makes sense to you right now because you're angry. So, But see, I went through that. Yeah. So I think the unintended positive consequence to my journey is that I've been able to use it with my own family, with my children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that works. And, and, and going back to what you said, you know, I'm, I'm a I'm a pretty tough guy in terms of my business, but I, again, I'm sensitive as well. I, we had a, a leadership team meeting. I, I have leadership team meetings with all my folks quarterly. And um, I brought up a story that I started crying while I told it. Mm. And I didn't stop myself, I just let myself continue talking while the tears were flowing in front of all the people that worked for me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't apologize, I just finished what I was saying. And quite a few of them came later and said, You know what, boss, to see you be such a great human... Mm -hmm. Mm Authenticity.
2: Authenticity
4: and just let it out like that, was pretty big. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't think so. I, I just felt it was something I was feeling, and I was just going to go with it. But it impacted them. And one of them said, you know, boss, I've been a manager for so many years, and there are times when I, it, that moment is coming, and I'll either end the conversation and walk away, or I'll change the subject because I won't allow myself to go there. And And I said, well, you need to go there. you need to do that
3: when you have a high stress job you do need outlets and being authentic right makes people trust you yeah so that's a really big source. yeah
4: that's what trust is a huge word and and i think it's just so anyway in
2: any any workplace in any workplace especially yours but that's
4: why that's why i do it it's worked for me uh, I push it on people uh, really literally push it on people because I see you really need to
2: do this. <laughs> I that Trust was, was going to be my Trust last, me. last question. Yeah, go is, ahead. Uh, the last question I had for you was how do you share this with other people and 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 do you see other people doing this on your recommendation? I I do
4: literally push it on people maybe a little <laughs> too hard sometimes <laughs> because I see how successful you can be with doing it. And uh, with my staff, when I have my evaluations of my of my command staff, my deputy chief, and my captains, when I meet with them one on one, I ask them every six months when we do evaluations, and I ask them, "How's your journaling going?" Well, I haven't written that much. You you know, you really need to do that. And, mm-hmm. uh, how are you feeling about that? You know, and it has nothing to do with their evaluation. It has to do with our relationship right. and, and how much I care for them. And uh, really, really good stuff. and um, and it, one of the guys is just a, he's as committed as I am, I think, if not more. And he really writes every day. You know, oh, okay, really so you have a convert. Day. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> Big that time. is good. Big and time. Then
3: you have yeah. other people who practice it infrequently infrequently, even though you say there's a lot of benefits, yeah, and that's one of the reasons Nathan and I, are so pleased to be interviewing you because Nathan is a master journal writer. He knows all about the clarity, passion, mm-hmm. clarity, and purpose that it gives people and he is the one that got me to mm. uh, write journal and I have had unexpected moments of joy mm-hmm. and clarity mm-hmm. as a result. And yeah. thank you, thank you, right on, <laughs> give me five. And um, so what is your advice for people who First of all, a lot of people think that they're too busy to do this very not important enough time. Mm-hmm. Not enough time to do yeah. this very important leadership move. And it is very important because writing crystallizes your thoughts that get lost yeah. and muddled.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Nathan was promoted in his organization because of his ability to journal and write notes and share knowledge across the organization Mm -hmm. in ways that wowed people. Mm -hmm. So Nathan knows how you can share information in an organization. Otherwise a lot of information gets lost in wisdom. It just evaporates in the hallway
2: conversation. So what is your advice to our listeners? Busy, stressed out, don't have enough time, Nobody is telling them that they, sh- they don't have uh, Chief Sanchez telling them about the benefits, mm-hmm. and, and when they hear about it, it sounds like it sounds like you know fuzzy stuff yeah. you know and, and a lot of uh, even HR departments, you know in a company, they don't endorse anything like that. So w- what's your advice?
4: Well, it is uh, the fuzzy word is a good word because it is, and it should be. You know, I think two things. Number one, I tell people, You got to where you are today, because you did great things for yourself. You didn't wake up one morning and it appeared under the tree. (laughs) It wasn't left in your mailbox. You worked to get to where you are. Mm -hmm. To keep that sustained, you need to write things down. You need to journal for yourself. You need to keep that motor running. You need to care a lot about You need to love yourself to do this kind of stuff. Okay. Some people say, God, I would never admit to doing that. You should. You should get to the point where you share that with people. And So my advice is to consider yourself very, very important. Look yourself in the mirror and write about that person in the mirror because that person in the mirror is very, very important. And that person in the mirror is the only person that's going to keep you from getting someplace. No one else. Mm-hmm. Just the person in the mirror. Mm-hmm. So I think you need to consider yourself very important. And the second thing is schedule it. On your calendar, on your iPad, on your phone, put on there. I write, I just put reading and research is what mm-hmm. I write on my... Code word. A Code word. And, and, <laughs> R&R, and, not yeah. rest and relaxation. No, no, no. And just do it. If you miss every now and then, that's okay. But you're going to do it, you know, you're just going to do it. It's going to be, I go to the gym every day. 45 minutes a day is all I do. I don't want to do anything more than that. I know I'm not going to be an Olympian or anything like that. But to keep my 62-year-old body going and keeping the way I'm doing it, that's what I do. It's nothing strenuous, but it's good cardiovascular and stuff like that. Okay, Mm -hmm. I I recognize that's important for my body. This is important for your mind and your heart and your decision-making. So consider it important. Schedule it. Make the time. You do have the time. You really do have the time.
3: You do have the time because the things that are important, you do make time for. And so what I'm gathering from here as we start winding our interview session down is that journal writing helps you maintain your success. That you can't just do it on sheer willpower or energy because you can burn out. You need to... Captivate the experience that you have and utilize it more that is otherwise wasted. It is,
4: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. is, and and there, for someone to say, God, I just don't have the time. If you are saying that to yourself, you better start writing.
2: Oh, <laughs> you don't have the time not to have the
4: time. You better start writing. <laughs> if you're at that point of saying to yourself and to others that you do not have the time to do this, you need it. Even you better, better start it because you're about to totally stress out. And, and not have a good time. And I think people will find it relaxing. I do. And it's it's very uh, it's nourishing to the soul, very nourishing to the leadership mind. Yes. Because, you know, you mentioned clarity. You want to go into meetings and counseling sessions, and even, in my case, sometimes in disciplinary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I happen to have to discipline someone, they sit in this office with me, with their lawyer, and I have my internal affairs person in front of me, and we talk about it. And what I do, because I, I keep everything, is I tell them, I said, you know, when I hired you, I bring out their interview when I hired them. When I hired you, you said this and this and this. Wow, wow. What happened? I, I need you to, I need you to help me understand mm-hmm. it's why discussion. this happened. And they really have to dig deep. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes. You know, the discipline isn't harsh. There have been harsh ones, like terminations for some pretty serious issues. But my journaling has assisted me in doing that and yeah, in speaking yeah. to people like that.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's you a know. powerful question. And, 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 and what and, happened? Yeah, what, <laughs> what happened? Help me understand. Please. Yeah.
4: And, and <clears throat> I, I don't, I'm like, oh, I have all the answers and I know exactly why you do it. I really don't. And mm-hmm. that's why I have to share with them that I'm a human too, None of us have made our last mistake, and I say that, and I go, so I need you, I need you to tell me right now, what were you thinking when you did this? Mm-hmm. What happened to you? What happened? What put you there? You know, in your mind, in your heart, what put you there that you got in, in this trouble that I'm going to have to discipline you for? Mm-hmm. It makes the discipline, and, and one or two people that have told me this who, who didn't get terminated, who did get disciplined, who came back later and said, you know, you really, by your questions... You really made me think about why it is I even got in law enforcement to begin with, and and how in the world could I step out like that and, and do something like that? I mm-hmm. said, good, because that means to me that you're never going to do this again. Yes, mm-hmm. and 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 you need to acknowledge that. You know, mm-hmm. I said I can't I can't
1: Force. direct
4: yeah, yeah, yeah direct your paths. I can only deal with the behavior side. You know what happens as a consequence of negative behavior. The positive behavior is on you, and so is the negative behavior. So you. Re- so I think the the journaling I believe is sort of an ongoing boot camp mm. to being a good leader and to turning yourself into a great leader. It really is a boot camp for that because yes. when you do that, you're human like the next person, and many of us are going to go through the same types of stuff. Maybe a, looking a little different, sounding a little different, but the feeling's the same. And so I I look at journaling as a boot camp to be a better leader. That's great. That's great. Those are excellent words.
2: Thank you, Chief Sanchez, thank so you. much for your time. Thank
4: you. I really, I was excited. This
2: is great. <laughs> Me too. Thank you, Good.
4: And everybody Gina, out there, thank you for being thank here you, too. Nathan. Okay, everybody that's listening, get
2: your pencil and paper and start <laughs> writing 10 minutes a day, unless you don't have the time, then 15 minutes a day. That's right. Very well put. Very well right. put. Right. if you
3: don't have the time, 30 minutes a day. Yes, exactly. Okay, we're doing the math.
1: Yeah, there you go. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
1: This episode of Journal Talk is copyright and brought to you by Write for Life, a web resource for living with passion, clarity, and purpose through journal writing. Find us online at www.writeforlife.us. Spelled W R I T E, the number four, L I F E.us. Thanks again for listening to Journal Talk.